What's up? It is Tracy Jackson, also known as the Spiritual Cheerleader, coming to you live with your weekly pep. Welcome to Weekly Pep, episode 20, Why Your Slow Progress Might Be Intentional. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Um, I wanted to come on and talk about uh, this subject. Um, It's been on my mind recently. Um, I shared a little bit about it on my Facebook page a couple of weeks ago. Um, And I just really felt called to share it because I have seen um, over the course, not only of my life, but in um, especially now uh, being in this space and seeing um, certain things happen um, or not happen when I thought they would and kind of being disappointed about it, being discouraged, wondering if I was on the right path, wondering if I was doing the right thing. Um, And, you know, just, just kind of not really knowing if I was moving in the right direction or if I needed to give up on something or what. And, um, you know, this has, you know, specifically, um, happened not only in, I feel like my legal career, but also in, uh, my, my now, um, career as a spiritual entrepreneur. Uh, it's, it's something that has kind of, <laughs> kind of like thrown me off guard because I'm like, okay, I thought this is what I was supposed to be doing, but now I'm questioning everything. Um, and the reason that I started questioning things, of course, right, is comparison. You know, I start looking around, I look at where other people are on the journey versus where I am, um, you know, and this is the same thing that I did when I was, uh, you know, in my legal career as well. You know, you go and you have these networking functions and, you know, unfortunately, people put on a lot of airs at these at these functions, you know, and they say, oh, yeah, I'm so busy and this happened and I got this, um, you know, achievement and, you know, all this stuff is going on and, you know, I'm just, I'm killing it right now, right? And you feel like, wow, like I'm not really busy and haven't gotten any achievements. What's going on, right? Um, Same holds true even for relationships, you know? You might be the one friend that has not, you know, got a boyfriend or who is not married or who doesn't have kids. And again, you know, um, I, I really want to speak to that person this week, the person who feels like they've been left behind in some sense, that they um, haven't, you know, gotten to the point in their life where they've gotten the things that they, they've wanted to, to have happen for them. Um, you know, speaking from my experience on the relationship front, you know, I, when I was in high school, people expected me to get married first out of all the friends, because I was so, um, like, ready. I was so ready to settle down. Like, and that's probably 
um, you know, I can't even think of what you call them, but that the way that I held on that settle, yeah, I was ready to settle. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I really felt like I was committed. I was ready to be a wife. I was ready to have kids. I was ready to, you know, be, um, you know, kind of be okay with not having or, you know, um, exploring other, you know, boyfriends or dating circumstances or any of that stuff. Like, I literally thought like, okay, this is this guy that I'm dating in high school is going to be my husband. Um, and it's shocking to me given the fact that at, from a very young age, I was somebody that was very, very, um, you know, adventurous, ambitious, all of this stuff. And for me to, I mean, that's literally what I was going to about to do was about to settle um, by, you know, marrying and, and, and settling down, that would have been settling for me because there was so much more in my life that I wanted to accomplish. And, you know, now looking back on it, I'm like, whoa, like this was a blessing. It was a blessing that this person, you know, dumped me, um, you know, in my last year of, of undergrad, like it was a blessing that, that we broke up, you know? <laughs> um, but that's really what I'm speaking to today. And so um, if this is you, I, I ask for you to, you know, sit down and trench in and um, here's some of my tips on, you know, dealing with this and recognizing um, why you might be experiencing this quote unquote slow progress or this quote unquote, you know, feeling of, you know, being left behind when in actuality, um, and that's going to be the 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 punchline of this uh, this episode. In actuality, you are not left behind. You absolutely are not. So, um, obviously, the um, the first thing that I want to remind you of as we start talking about this is to recognize that when things seem to not be going your way or m might. Um, be slow or whatever. Think about the the idea that yes, we think on linear time, but there is another um, another time thing that we call divine timing, um, the Kairos time. That it things happen when they are supposed to happen. If they had happened any time before, we wouldn't have been prepared for them. We would have um, not appreciated them in the way that we need to appreciate it, appreciate them. Or um, we just we just wouldn't have been prepared. We just wouldn't have been ready. Um, and you know, recognizing that there's this whole order of divine timing that's happening. Um, that you know, certain situations are happening, uh, things to allow us to meet up with other people to, um, you know, break up with other people. I remember um, having, you know, dating a guy right after, I guess it was probably like two or three years ago. And I, you know, was in a horrible relationship when I met this guy. And I was telling him about my horrible relationship. And, you know, he one day was like, hey, you want to go to the movies? And I was like, okay, like, 
I'm kind of dating somebody. He knows this, right? He knows I'm in a relationship with somebody. And he took me out. And by going to that that movie with him, I, you know, we, I recognize like, wow, like there are decent guys out here that treat people nicely. Like I am going to go ahead and break up with my, my current boyfriend because I don't need to do with, deal with this crap that he's giving me. So I broke up with him, started at, like, it, you know, after I broke up with him, I didn't even know if the other guy liked me, but I told him, I was like, yeah, I broke up with my boyfriend. And he's like, what? Like, okay, now we can go out. And I was like, what? And we, we ended up becoming like really, really good friends and realizing that we had all this stuff in common. And both of us were saying to ourselves, like, why couldn't we have met each other 10 years ago? Like, you were here 10 years ago. I was here 10 years ago. Our lives would have been completely different if we had met each other 10 years ago. But we wouldn't have been compatible 10 years ago. Okay? 10 years ago, I was, you know, like... A, lawyer extraordinaire thinking that she had to have it a certain way and this that and the other like I wouldn't have even given him a time the time of day like I wouldn't have even looked at him you know what I'm saying like so it's it's one of those things where um divine timing came into play with us meeting up because at that time I was receptive to to hearing from him and getting to know him, whereas I wouldn't have been receptive before. I wasn't ready for him before. He wouldn't have been ready for me before. So it's one of those things of recognizing that divine timing is coming into play there, that it will, um, once you are prepared for it, you will get it. Um, also recognize that something greater is being birthed within you. And this is something that um, that really, you know, spoke to me. Um, but, you know, sometimes we, we compare ourselves to somebody else. We're like, oh, well, they're already up and running. You know, they already got their stuff together or whatever, whatever. Well, maybe there's something else inside of you that's percolating that, that needs that extra time to germinate, to, um, to really be fertilized and integrated into your being such that you are ready to share it with the world. Um, you know, I, I think of people that, you know, write books. You know, most times the book writing process is not something that happens overnight. I know um, in this culture and day and age, we do have some authors who do churn out books fairly quickly. But for the, for most people, it's it's a process. It's a real big process. And it's like, you know, people liken it to birthing a child, you know, and, you know, nobody necessarily expects you to write a book in, you know, two months or, you know, a week or whatever. Nobody usually expects that. Usually people, you know, ruminate on their, their book and they sit with it and they add this and they take this back and there's a whole editorial process that goes into it and it takes a little while, but once it comes out, it's amazing. I mean, look at books like, you know, A Return to Love, um, books like I, I'm reading right now, Disappearance of the Universe. Like the guy that wrote that book, he he charts in that book how long he's been speaking 
to, you know, the um, guides that come to him in that book. And he, I mean, it's a, like a course of like almost 10 years or something. And he talks about, you know, you know, with them, like how long it's taking him to get the book out and this, that, and other. And they're like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but if there's something greater being birthed in you, it's not going to come out like McDonald's French fries. It's not going to be fast food. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be something that you savor, that you um, that you take your time with, that people really enjoy. Um, and that's something that you should rest your 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 thoughts on, not the fact that, you know, it hasn't come out. Next, don't get discouraged. Know that it's coming. It is coming. If you have a desire in your heart, um, you were meant to have it. You're meant to have it or something better. That's my belief. Um, I One of my favorite verses uh, in the Bible is, you know, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And the reason that I like that, that verse is that it really signifies that the desires of our heart are there for a reason. It's not to, to have me have this desire to never be fulfilled. It's to have this desire so that it will be fulfilled, right? And so um, I, when I get a desire in my heart, I never say, oh, wow, well, yeah, I'm never going to get that. I mean, no. Um, you know, and I, I, I think there's a lot of us that, um, you know, we could have never known the, the desires that we had until uh, they, they manifested for us um, in, in the real world. I mean, like, Let's think about, uh, you know, uh, the Duchess of Sussex, uh, Meghan, <laughs> like Meghan Markle. Uh, I'm, I'm like trying to think of her like official title, but Meghan Markle, the, the Duchess of Sussex. Like, let's think about her, right? She could have said, you know, I'm looking, I, I'm divorced, you know, um, I, I'm in the acting industry, I'll probably marry like another actor. Like I'll probably marry somebody that I'm working with on television or on movies, you know, I'm cool, right? When her friend approached her and said, hey, you know, I have someone that I think you might be interested in dating. I'm sure it might not have entered her head that she would be dating, you know, a royal. And then even as she was dating this royal, she could have said, you know, this isn't going to go anywhere. Um, he's a royal. I'm not, right? She could have talked herself completely out of it, but she really fell in love with him. And the next thing we know, they're married and now they're getting ready to have a baby. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I say all that to say, like, the desires of your heart can come true, no matter how fantastical they might be. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 not saying that when she was a little girl she dreamed of, you know, dating a prince, but once she started dating um a prince, I'm sure she didn't say to herself, you know what? Um this isn't going to happen cuz he's a prince and he's not going to um, you know, want to marry me and da, da, da. she could have talked herself completely out of it, but she really um gave herself to that relationship so much that he appreciated her and they ended up getting married and now they're getting ready to have a little one. 
you know? So um, believe in those desires uh, coming to you uh, and recognize them. Also recognize, um, and this kind of goes back to the first one, recognize it takes longer to build a mansion than a house of cards. Obviously, you know, again, it, this goes back to the, the, I guess it's the second one with the fast food reference. You know, somebody that wants to crank things out, yeah, they can get things out quickly, but that doesn't mean that they don't change on a whim. That doesn't mean that their house of cards doesn't fall easily. Um, when we're building a mansion, when we're building the foundation of something great, it takes time. Um, I, you know, like obviously in this day and age, when we see construction going up, we see some of it goes up pretty quickly and we can tell which houses and which buildings are not constructed in a great way because of that, because of how quickly they grow up, go up. And because of, you know, the lack of diversity in the houses or the buildings, because they all look alike, right? And so we know, like, oh, that's probably not going to be good quality because it's basically went up in two seconds, right? Versus when we see that that house that might take a little bit of time to go up and really has its own character and its own um, way of being, we we appreciate it. We appreciate those differences in the house. We appreciate the fact that they've taken their time with it to, you know, give it that personal touch, to give it that strength that um, those houses that went up very quickly doesn't don't have. Um, and that's the same that's happening with, uh, you know, these things in your life that you feel like are not necessarily going your way. I mean, I remember complaining to my mother when I was a little younger about, you know, all my friends are getting married and I'm not getting married and, you know, this is horrible. And, you know, there's people that I went to high school with and they're married and they've got kids and this, that, and the other, right? And my mom was like, but how many of them are still married? You know, and I, I didn't even think about it. You know, so many of the people that I went to school with um, ended up getting divorced from the people that they married when they were younger. Why? Because people change. And when you're younger, you're not as willing to make sacrifices to, um, you know, to work on a relationship because you feel like, hey, like I can do better or, you know, hey, um, uh, there's there's many more fish in the sea. I'm still young. Let me let me go ahead and do this over again. Whereas you know when you're older, you approach it a little bit differently. You you appreciate it a little bit more. I would hope um, as well. I mean, on the flip side, some people might say that you're more selfish. I personally feel like in my um, more seasoned years that I I have a little bit more appreciation for the um, institution of marriage and the concept of it because I view it completely differently than I did as a child or a, a younger um, version of myself. I, I don't view it as um, this, this institution that, um, you know, we're, we're going to have this amazing wedding and this is, you know, da-da-da-da and like, that's 
that's the big to do. I don't view it that way. I view it more so on the relationship side, on the companionship side, on the partnership side after the wedding. Like the wedding means nothing to me now. Whereas when I was younger, that was it. Like I was so like, we've got to have this many people and this many places. And, you know, I've got to have this type of dress and da, da, da. Now I'm so, I'm so much more concerned about the actual relationship between me and the person that I'm going to marry versus just having a great wedding day. <laughs> like, like that's, that's so secondary to me right now. So um, recognize that it takes a little bit longer for that. Next, um, get a good support system. You know, friends and uh, others that help hold your dream and nurture it are, are people that can kind of bolster you during these times where you feel like, I really don't know if I'm supposed to be doing this, if I should give up, what I should be doing right now. Those are, that's how you're going to be able to go through. I know just recently I um, kind of came under a little bit of a crisis, like wondering, do I need to continue on with this spiritual entrepreneurship? It just doesn't, doesn't really seem to be working out. It, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not making the sales I want. I'm not, you know, getting the clients that I want. I'm not serving them the way that I feel like I want to serve them. Um, and I'm not sure why that's not happening. And I went to a couple of friends and both of them were like, I don't believe that you're you're supposed to give this up. I think you are amazing. I think it's just, it's a matter of timing and a matter of finding the right people um, or having the right people find you. And I, and over the course, I, even though I serve so much um, with this podcast, with my my daily lives, Monday through Friday, with my newsletter, like even with all of that stuff, I still want to do more. And, um, you know, one of the, the telltale signs is, you know, would you do this regardless of if you got paid for it? I And the, the answer for me is yes. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not getting paid for it. And I love it. I love doing this. I love sharing with you guys. I love, um, you know, coming live on, on Facebook. I love, um, you know, putting out my newsletter each week. I love that. That's part of who I am. And so it's, it's something that I will continue to do until I am tasked with doing something else, you know, but that's my service right now. And, um, you know, having those two supporters, um, and I recognize that I have many, many more <laughs> than those two, um, because I've talked to them since then, but having those supporters in my life really helped me to move forward. And, you know, that's what I'm here to do for people is to be that support. And I have been that support for many of my friends and am so eager to be um, a support to clients in that capacity as well. Because um, Marianne Williamson says in uh, her book, Enchanted Love, you know, helping someone to feel confident is helping to hold their dream. And that's really what I seek to do. That's why I call myself the spiritual cheerleader. I do help um, people feel confident in what they're doing and how they're showing and going forth. Um, and me going through this experience myself 
is really helping me to learn the ins and outs and to know, hey, this is this may be a lull, but guess what? You can make it through it. Um, I made it through it, you know, that type thing. And so I feel like everything that I'm going through right now is preparing me to help someone else um, who's coming up behind me. So I, I love this idea of, um, you know, having a great support system and obviously want to um, offer that to, to others as well. Um, finally, uh, the, the um, final tip I have for you is to believe in yourself and believe in the power that created you, even if you can't believe in yourself. If you can't believe in yourself, definitely believe in the power that created you. But if you can believe in both of those things, you know, I absolutely believe in me. I believe in what I'm putting out here. I believe in the way that I'm serving um, or else I wouldn't be doing it. Right. Um, and I believe that the power that created me created me for a purpose and created me for um, the purpose of sharing my gifts with the world um, and helping other people to share theirs um, and to feel confident in all situations, rather, you know, whether they are in a corporate environment, whether they are starting a business, whether they are navigating the transition between the two or doing both. You know, I've done all of those things. So um, I, I think it is um, something that you know, even though it's taking me, uh, you know, I, I would say I started on the entrepreneurship track probably uh, late 2016. It's now late 2018. That's, you know, a little over two years. Um, I, I still am learning. I'm still, you know, working on things. And, you know, I, I switched you know, businesses even, <laughs> you know, I was, I went from health coaching to now doing um, more spiritual and, you know, metaphysical talking and, and teaching. Um, and I have to recognize that it's not going to happen overnight because that's typically just not how it goes. Um, and even if it did happen overnight, I don't know if I would want it to, because I, I would, feel that it was cookie cutter and that it could easily fall. Um, I believe that what I am creating um, and the way that I'm serving right now is something that is going to be magnificent and something that is um, going to just change the masses, change the world. And because of that, I know that it takes time. And I know that each thing that I'm doing on my way is helping me to get there. Every, you know, perceived failure, every um, success is just one thing that's getting me closer to it. And so that's what I truly believe. Um, and I would like to uh, share a card with you. Um, I'm going to put that in the resources this week. It's a card um, called Rare Success. And I will uh, try to have like a, a page or something that has that card and, and talks about that card um, for you guys. Or maybe I'll just even link back to um, my talk on Facebook 
about that particular card because it really speaks to the essence of this this idea that we feel like we're we're not moving forward that we're stagnant but in actuality we are moving forward we're just birthing something so much greater so I hope that that encourages you guys this week. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I look forward to um, coming to you live uh, next week with a special guest. Um, hopefully he will he will commit to join me. He, he kind of halfway committed <laughs> uh, when I asked him uh, last, but um, I'm really, really excited about sharing with you. It's going to be on you know, navigating the holidays when you have these kind of quick in and out um, of, you know, places that maybe you call home or places where your family is, Um, just navigating that whole like travel situation and just really enjoying the time that you really have with your family and friends um, during the holiday. So I look forward to sharing that with you next week. I hope you have a great one. Bye.